The Infinite Tabs podcast is brought to you by The Joy Revival, a community created to inspire you to choose joy. Each week, we'll bring you two episodes, one dedicated to how we believe that Jesus is the source of our hope and our joy. Another episode is dedicated to all the things, the good, the bad, and the dumpster fires. But in the midst of it all, we can still choose joy. Welcome to the Infinite Tabs podcast. I am Megan Sanchez. And I'm Stacy Filipkowski. So today we are going to be following up a bit from our last podcast. We are going to talk a little bit more about what we should be doing while we wait on the Lord. Yes. And this is actually one of my favorite teachings because it's so near and dear to my heart. Um, last week, we spoke about the state of our world and how biblically speaking, it would seem that the Lord may be close to coming back. However, we do not know when, but many of us feel like it's sooner rather than later. Okay. Now <laughs> for some of you, you're like, Oh no, I'm shutting this off. <laughs> Don't turn it off. Depends for them to this time is coming. Oh, that was really, really deep. <laughs> 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 two minutes. Wow, okay. we got real far into this one, guys. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, as I was saying, this might actually bring on a little bit of anxiety and that is okay because the thought process of what can I do now, that's what we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And we don't want you to feel stressed or anxious during this. This is supposed to be encouraging. This is supposed to be positive. And so sometimes you are going to experience moments during the things that we're sharing, and you might be going, yikes, mm -hmm. we're going to have those moments, but we have promised to give you the truth. And we are also going to help you choose joy. And we are going to point you up focusing on Jesus. So I think that many people come at this subject with a fire and brimstone point of view. And although the Bible's explanation of the end time war is pretty grim, as the church, we don't have to worry about it the way that most of you might have been taught. Yes, exactly. Um, something I've seen over the past couple of years is many, many people waking up to what's going on in the world. And for many, this has actually brought them back to God. So praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, but we have to make sure that we don't get stuck there that we don't get stuck in the mess and focusing on all the evil because actually this can become an idol. As I have discussed in previous podcasts, I have been down the rabbit hole for like 10 years. When I first woke up, um, the information was literally just flooding in my brain. I didn't know why God was showing me what he was showing me, but he was, and it became so overwhelming and so all consuming, um, that it was like all I could focus on. I couldn't focus on anything. Like everything else in my life was kind of falling by the wayside. Cause I was so focused on 
all of this end time stuff so much that it almost ruined my marriage, to be honest with you, because my husband was not saved at that point. He had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what was going on. Um, I just knew that God was sharing this information with me and it was really, really intense. But then over time, it actually became an idol to me. And then when Jesus didn't return, when I thought he was supposed to be returning, I was really, really let down. And I then began to seek God and ask him, like, what, what are you, what am I supposed to be doing with all this information? Like, what am I supposed to do right now? I don't know how to do anything else. And it was then that I felt him, what I felt that he told me in that moment was daughter, I've told you all these things so that you can be prepared so that there's an urgency in your spirit to reach the lost. Um, Later, (laughs) I found out that that's actually a Bible verse. I had no idea. And I want to share the Bible verse with you. It's in John 14, 27. And it says this, actually, let me break it down. Jesus is telling his disciples here about peace. This is before he is to be crucified. And the disciples are completely devastated. They actually thought that he was coming to set up a kingdom. And now he's like, well, no, I'm leaving. And so they were totally devastated, much like I was devastated that he hadn't come back yet. So in this verse, Jesus says, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. You heard me say I'm going away and I'm coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I'm going to the father. The father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe. I love that verse, that end verse right there. I'm telling you now so that when it happens, I'm telling you before it happens. So when it happens, you'll believe. Mm -hmm. So what I see him saying here is, look, I'm telling you all of this. When you start seeing things unfold, you will know what hour you're in and you can start preparing and telling others. Oh, that's good. Okay. So Stacy and I have been having these conversations back and forth. Uh, if you don't know what Voxer is, it's, it's an app and it's pretty much how we talk all day long. I'm sure our husbands are like, mm-hmm. are we still married? Like, because you're talking way more to her now yeah. in fairness, our husbands work. So anyway, in our discussions back and forth, some of the things that we've been talking about is what is our job? I say this to Stacy often, probably a number of you that I'm friends with, you have probably heard me say this before, but what is our job while we are here on this earth? We have two jobs. Number one, it is to glorify God. And number two, it is to go and make disciples. So hear me out. The earth will not be here forever. And that should not be the thing that we are constantly worried about. It's Mm -hmm. okay to think about it because that is a reality, but it shouldn't be the thing that drives us in this anxious way. What it should do is it should set a sense of urgency within us to continue to spread the love of Jesus in all that we do. So if you read in John chapters 15, 16, 17, and 18, Jesus is actually teaching his disciples what to do after he is gone. 
how to reach people with the gospel so that they will be ready for him upon his return. So what Jesus doesn't say here is, hey guys, I'm coming back soon. And I want you all to sit around and obsess with the signs, all the evil going on around you. I want you to be pretty useless because, hey, I'm coming back to save you as long as you believe. (laughs) (laughs) No, in fact, he gives so many golden nuggets in these verses. And so I would encourage you to go and read them. I think you will be very, you will be very encouraged. Yeah, I love um, all of these, these chapters are great. Um, and it'll give you a sense of Jesus wasn't preaching fire and brimstone. He was literally like, Hey, this is what you need to do. These are the ways you can prepare. This is how you can reach the kingdom. It's very, very encouraging. Um, so there's this story in the Bible. It's a parable that Jesus tells his disciples about occupying while he's gone. And I want to share it. Um, I I printed off the message version because it's much easier to understand. It's a story about investment. And it says, while he had their attention, and because they were getting close to Jerusalem by this time, an expectation was building that God's kingdom would appear any minute, he told this story. So let me back up real quick and just give you a quick minute of context. Mm -hmm. This is where the disciples, this whole time they've been following Jesus and they think that he is going to come into Jerusalem and he's going to set up his kingdom there and he's going to be a king and he's going to rule and he's going to change everything and everything's going to be amazing. And they're not going to be under Roman rule and all this stuff is going to be great. And now Jesus is telling them, Oh no, I have to leave. I actually am going to die. They're like, what? Yikes! <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. This is that part of the story. So he says, there was once a man descended from a royal house who needed to make a long trip back to the headquarters to get authorization for his rule and then return. But first he called 10 servants together, gave them each a sum of money and instructed them operate with this until I return. But the citizens there hated him. So they sent commission with a signed petition to oppose his rule. We don't want this man to rule us. But when he came back, bringing the authorization of his rule, he called those 10 servants to whom he had given the money to find out how they had done. The first said, master, I doubled your money. (laughs) Woohoo. Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He said, good servant, great work, because you've been trustworthy in this small job. I'm making you governor of 10 towns. The second said, master, I made 50% profit on your money. He said that I'm putting you in charge of five towns. And the next servant said, master, here's your money safe and sound. I kept it hidden in the cellar to tell you the truth. I was a little afraid. I know you have high standards and hate sloppiness and don't suffer fools gladly. He said, you're right that I don't suffer fools gladly. And you've acted like a fool. Why didn't you at least invest the money in securities? So I would have gotten a little interest out of it. Then he said to those standing there, take the money from him and give it to the servant who doubled my stake. They said, but master, he already has double. He said, that's what I mean. Risk your life and get more than you ever dreamed of. Play it safe and end up holding the bag. Ooh. Mm. I feel like as for the enemies of mine who petitioned against my rule, clear them out of here. I don't want to see their faces around here again. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I have a lot to unpack there. (laughs) Yes, we do. So this definitely puts things into perspective for us. 
So by the use of the parable, Jesus is calling on his servants to take care of business while he's away. He actually delivers authority to do so. He's Mm -hmm. telling them what to do. It's at this point that he says, occupy until I come. It's obvious that this is a very important statement of the purposes of God's church on earth while he's gone to heaven, because he reiterates the theme of this parable in numerous other parables throughout his teachings. He's saying that the people that are just kind of like the guy that's just hanging out there, like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to be safe and, and I'm not going to step out in faith and do anything with Mm -hmm. this money. I'm just going to hold on to it. Like, that's not what he wants us to be doing. He clearly stated that he wants us to be out there doubling and tripling and quadrupling the kingdom. So mm-hmm. it's not time. If Jesus is really coming back soon, and, and again, we don't know what soon is. Our soon is not the father's soon. Mm-mm. We have been given things to look for, and we think that it's soon, but God can intervene at any point and do anything he wants. So for us to just sit back, imagine a life wasted if he doesn't come. I mean, I thought he was coming 10 years ago, and here we are. Mm-hmm. 10 years later. And so we have to look at it like that and that there is a job to do right now. Mm-hmm. And that urgency that we feel is God's urgency that he's instilled in us to reach as many people for the kingdom that we can. Yeah. So we don't want to fixate on that timeline, which we love to talk about God's timeline, like not focusing on the when, but the how. How am I supposed to be living while I'm here? So we all are at different places in our walk with the Lord. Some of us might not even necessarily have a personal relationship yet. Some might be brand new in their faith. Some might be years and years and years into their walk with God. And when we share these things, and to some of you, this will be, I've heard this before. To some of you, you'll be like, well, this is brand new. And to some of you, this might be a little scary Mm -hmm. and Our goal is to not scare you. Our goal is to help you see the hope and to know the truth and to know that God loves you. And that's where uh, this big part of where Stacy and I have landed in this space of the joy revival and constructing the infinite tabs podcast is we are trying to be obedient and we are trying to glorify God. Number one. And number two, go and make disciples. We're trying to spread the truth so that we can help further the kingdom so that more and more people will come to know the Lord because this isn't a cult. That's not what this is. This is a relationship. And this is like Jay said on our last podcast, talking about our heart's posture, right? Fixating on how we are focused on our personal relationship with the Lord. So this isn't about Sally or Jenny or... Francesca. This wow. is uh, yeah, that's a good one. We don't even have a Francesca in the community. If you're yeah. Francesca listening to this, you're needed, clearly. You're, yep. You're so. the one. <laughs> but this is about my relationship with Jesus and Stacy's relationship with Jesus. And so we want to continue to encourage you in your own walk and mm. what that looks like and to challenge you to take that leap of faith. That might start with simply just getting to know who God is reading his word, trying to understand what it looks like. And don't, don't focus on the fire and brimstone like we're talking about, because the goal in the end is not the end. It's the now it's the here it's the journey. That's the goal. 
is your relationship with Jesus. And our job right now is to glorify him, make disciples, and we are supposed to occupy the space until he comes back. I wanted to share this message today um, because, because I've been down this path and because it ruined relationships, because it became such an idol to me. Um, and I don't want that you know, to happen because I see it happening to a lot of people that are waking up to like everything that's going on in the world. And it can be really overwhelming. And what happens is, is they start to focus on just the bad things. And, and then there's a scripture that comes to my mind that um, says that men's hearts will be on evil continually. And I used to think that that particular scripture meant that it was like all evil people, right? Like all these evil people running around doing bad things. But I look at it a lot different now, which is our hearts and minds are focused on evil continually. How do you find the joy in that? You can't. So it's okay. And we are called to say, Hey guys, let's look at some of the signs that are going on in the world. Mm -hmm. It's matching up biblically. We can see that. Okay. We're aware we're ready. We're alert, but we have a job to do. And your job might look different than my job. Totally. Thank right? you for saying that. Yes. yes because 100%. I was called what I call a watchman on the wall. I was called to do that in 2012, but not everybody is called to do that. And it's okay. I want to touch on that because when I was in the very early stages of motherhood and it was my entire life. My world was wrapped up in having babies and nursing babies and changing diapers and feeding little tiny ones. And it became this, this is my, this is my life right now. And I remember identity? my identity. Yeah. Yes. My identity was very much wrapped up in being a mom. And I remember breaking one of the many times like during motherhood, um, and talking to my own mom and feeling like I was so overwhelmed. And I told my mom, I said, I feel like I'm just a mom. I'm just a mom. Yeah. And she goes, Oh honey, in that voice, if you know, my mom, Aww. you can hear her saying this. <laughs> yeah. Oh honey, you are so much more than mm. just a mom. She's like, you are getting to make little disciples you get to pour the love of Jesus into these babies. So if that is all you are doing right now, you are furthering the kingdom. And this is the most incredible job that you have been given. And that was a very empowering feeling for me mm -hmm. because my world really was wrapped up in my children. And so instead of focusing on my identity as a mother, I had to take that and make a mindset shift of, no, I'm the daughter of a king, but I am a mother and I get to, I get to help raise mm -hmm. these little dragon slayers, right? <laughs> like we yep. said on the last podcast, talking about in a world of dragons, we got to raise up the dragon slayers. That's right. And so I just, I felt like my mother spoke so much life into me in that moment. And so so many of you are coming from different backgrounds, your different ages. By the way, we looked into this. Mm -hmm. We have people in the age range of the 18 to 22 bracket all the way up to the 60 plus bracket. Mm -hmm. 
So we have so many different people from so many different walks of life and ages. And so we all have been tasked with different roles and responsibilities at this season of our life. But Mm -hmm. the one thing that we all have going for us is that the Lord has told us to glorify him in all that we do. So if that is you being a mom, pouring that love of Jesus into your babies, then that's what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. If it is you being a grandmother, if it is you maybe never having children and it is like the loved ones around you, siblings or your parents or maybe getting older, we all have a different role. And as we are taking that glorifying God, continuing to go and to make disciples as we are here, I just, I think when my mom said that to me in that moment, it was such a freeing feeling to be not stuck in this headspace of I'm just a fill in the blank. Yeah. Cause there's so much more than that. Right. And I, it's, I teach a lot of this on, on TikTok, and when I'm teaching, to, you know, expand the kingdom. A lot of people will ask me, I just don't know what to do. And so this is important that you're saying all of these things, because just because I've been called to go on TikTok in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people and, and say what I say, um, that is not everybody's calling. And just because it's not mine, right. <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> in fact, when I asked her to do this podcast, oh. she was like, mm, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, but this is what's happening. So mm. I'm sorry that you don't want to, but these are the things. And I think all in all, what I want you guys to take away from today is just that you can be armed with the truth of the word. Mm-hmm. And I really do encourage you to read John 14, 15, 16, and 17. 15, um, 16, 17, and 18. That's exactly what I said. 15. <laughs> But you could read 14 too. Hey, That's good I, for you. It's okay. That. <laughs> it's okay. You read that too? Yes. This other one's to read lots of things to read in the Bible. Don't get overwhelmed. There's lots of books inside of one big book. <laughs> Ultimately, when you're seeing the things and the dumpster fires around you right now in the world, and you're thinking to yourself, what in the actual heck is going on? You or other go, words come to mind too. Right? That's I'm okay. Keeping this PG. I, will, yeah. I do not want to have to put R rated. No, we don't want on to the front to of this. That's not good. It's not explicit. We say PG words, only good <laughs> words. Okay. That's right. You can see the things going around, going on around you. You can say, wow, this is really awful, really evil. I don't understand it. Wait, yes, I do. And Jesus said these things would happen, but he also said all these really wonderful, encouraging words for me to be looking for when he comes back. Isn't it freeing to know that there's more than this? And even if you're like, but how do you know? Well, that's why we have the word, Mm -hmm. read the word. And I, we will tell you the dumpster fires that are taking place all over the world. Truly. I mean, it's a hot mess out there. Don't you want to believe that there's something more than this? Right. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, I read this um, post the other day where the gal said, crack open the heavens, Jesus, and send the creator down because the earth is desperate for you. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking, 
that is the type of urgency that I want to have in my spirit. Like knowing this is not, we're not here for that long. Even if in your head, you're like, well, I'm going to live a long life. That's a blip. It's a blip. blip. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. And I had the, uh, how, how boring would it be if we knew exactly what was going to happen? If we knew how, if we knew how all this worked and we knew exactly like when we die X, Y, and Z, I'm going to get on the conveyor belt to heaven. And then I'm going to check my baggage and then I'm going to go, you know what I mean? If we knew how it would work, how boring we would never seek him. We would never seek after him because we would know "Eh, I'm going, this is where I'm going. And this is what I, this is all I have to do to get there. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want a life like that, to be honest with you. I love the mystery of God. I love picking the pieces apart and trying to like find him and see him and, and learn who he is. It's, it's an adventure that Mm -hmm. I am not willing to ever step out of. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, and it's like, when you think about humans and how complex we are as humans, and when you read the Bible and you start, you see more and more things. Every time I read the Bible, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Like, it's, it's just, it's such a wonderful thing to know that the Lord is so complex and, yeah. and at the same point of being so complicated and intricate that ultimately what he wants is your heart. Mm. Yeah. That's what he wants. He just That's wants it. you. Yep real quick before we head out, I just, I'm blown away. Today has been a very humbling day Mm -hmm. for Megan and I, it's just kind of, everything has come to to the head. We had our first coffee chat this morning and it just was Holy spirit led. And, and we were just reminded again, at how much this space is needed. And Mm -hmm. we're just, we're, we're really excited and humbled at, at the things that he's showing us at the things he's asking us to do. You guys there's some really cool stuff coming. We cannot tell you yet, but it's going to be amazing. We have officially had our podcast out for one month. Okay. Wow. So sh- I know. Can you believe it? No, it's been <laughs> a month. Yeah. Wow. So we're 11 episodes in, we have a thousand plays in our first month which I have no idea how to gauge anything, but I'm super happy with that. I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And here's a really cool thing. We talked about occupying today and we talked about reaching the masses for God while we wait. And we have been now heard in the United States, Sweden, United Kingdom, Canada, Puerto Rico, Germany, India, and Singapore. Wow. <laughs> God is oh so my good. gosh. <laughs> God wow. Is so awesome. I mean, can you know? I know. I know. It's in every day. It's a, it's like a new country. So, oh, wow. <sighs> pretty oh, praise awesome. the Lord. That's so cool. So we want to give you something because we love you guys and we are so grateful that you take time to be here with us. And we've gotten feedback from a number of you saying that this has been speaking life and bringing you hope and joy. 
And so we want to offer you another download. If you would like to save it as a wallpaper on your phone, and there will be another option if you just want to print it out and you can post it on a bulletin board or put it on, tape it onto your mirror in the bathroom or wherever you're going to see it to just encourage you while you are here that you have a couple of jobs to do in that we are once again, called to glorify him and to further the no kingdom. No jobs too big. No jobs too small. Where have you <laughs> What just happened? Oh, I just started to think about maybe that's just a Michigan commercial. Oh, no. <laughs> no jobs too big. No jobs too small. We're father and son. We do it all. <laughs> okay, where's my Michigan fan? Definitely not out here in California, but thank but that's you for what it that little me. ditty. That's what it reminded me of. No jobs too big, no jobs too small. He's the father and the son. Well, he does it all. He does it all. Okay, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Stacy has a heart attack over here. Also, for those of you that watch on YouTube, do you see the cross that's not oh. ever there behind me? We never noticed it until literally right before we started recording this well, episode. It's not usually there. I looked back. It's just because of the way the light is shining today. Oh, so. that's pretty awesome. And remember, through the good, the bad, and the dumpster fires, we can still choose joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Repent for the enemy. Oh, no.